Bam, we're live. Sausage fest. You don't even know what a woman is. You don't even know what a woman is. Tell me about a sausage fest. Batman and Robin. You don't even know what a sausage fest is. You don't even know what a woman is. Uh, that being said, I have declared that a woman is someone with a vagina, and today there will be no. Sava. Um, yes. Why were you late? Uh, I forgot my. I printed my notes out. I sat down like thinking I was all cool, and then I was like, "Fuck my notes." We were we were trying to speculate. It was we thought it was either the notes, the socks, or the coffee. Yeah, and it is that is solid. That's so solid. <laughs> Angelo, what's up? Uh, so today we have a, a all star cast of badasses. Um, it is all um, people with I, what I presume to have penises. I've not checked any of them, just to guess. I mean, I don't care if they do or don't. But uh, tomorrow I'm going to try to go for people that I would guess all have vaginas. So I apologize. It wasn't on purpose like that. It was just um, the women I invited on the show today couldn't make it, but some of them have already said yes for tomorrow, and I think you guys will be very excited and happy. Can I just tell you, just tell you something real quick? So yes, yes. <laughs> so I did the the final workout of the quarterfinals today, oh, and yeah. one of the members from the gym, uh, he <laughs> always hangs around for a while after uh-huh. classes and stuff, uh-huh. and he's hung back after most everyone had left. And I was just kind of sitting there reflecting on the weekend. He goes, you want to go out for brunch? I said, sure. So we went out for brunch. And you know what he wanted to talk about? What? Something or some group of people called furries. Oh, I don't know that group. And I, I, I didn't either. And I learned a lot about it. And I didn't really want to. Is it is it part of the progressive culture? <laughs> well, just on your own time, you know, if you feel like it. Um, on the back end today and when i mean back end i don't mean literally back end i mean it's a it's a from the it perspective we have caleb and matt souza uh i learned that i I got in trouble last time i said that with my mom i won't say that um if you guys purchase coffee from paper street coffee you have to first of all go to the right paper street coffee if you do it before tomorrow or maybe it's up until tomorrow You'll get 20% off and you'll get, um, which is kind of crazy. And you'll get, if you use Sevon as the code, S-E-V-A-N, and you'll be put into a drawing for a barbell. So that's Everyone cool. Everyone just stopped listening for the last 20 seconds. That's I know. Good, 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 good. Everyone go get your coffee. And uh, um, bar, I want to thank bar, barbelljobs.com and California Hormones. So we went from the open to the quarterfinals. It feels like it's just all one show. Um, I kind of wish it was more like that. Um, how many people did the quarterfinals? Men, women, men and women oh. in the individual side total, or how many qualified for it total in men and women individuals? Um, I don't know exactly <laughs> across all the continents, yeah. but ba- but there is an article on Morning Chalk Up that lays that out very easily to see. It's got like all you need to know about quarterfinals or something. And um, I can tell you general ideas. Yeah, give me a rough, rough amount of how many men individuals um, entered the quarterfinals this year. Not entered, sorry, qualified. So we have yeah, two different so, things. Okay, 7,000 men in North America qualified. Okay. About 6,000 men in Europe qualified. I'm just rounding here. Okay. About 1,000 in Oceania and okay. Asia. Okay. And maybe 600 in South America and 400 in Africa, something like that. Um, and when you said a thousand in uh, Oceania and Asia, is that is that a thousand each or a thousand together? Each, each, each. Okay, so that gives us thirteen, fourteen, fifteen thousand. That gives us about sixteen thousand. Okay, yeah. So uh, Darth Bain says fifteen thousand men worldwide and like twelve thousand women. Okay, okay. so yeah, something like that. 
Okay, cool. And then basically 80% of all those numbers for women. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and how many of these, so then these people can pay 50 bucks and go to the quarterfinals. They, this, these are the ones who qualified from the open and how many of those men and how many mm. of those women do we know actually go on to do the quarterfinals? Is it the 90%, 95%? I don't think so. I have only checked this for sure in North American men. Um, it's about, it looks like it's about 50% this year. Wow. I don't know about in the other uh, regions. Maybe someone else has, has looked into it or can look into it, but I would guess I would guess that it's similar. Um, and, and why is that? Why do only fifty percent go on? Just because they know that they can't make it to the semifinals? Possibly. I also think there's a possibility that if you're competing on a team and you know that and you've qualified, you might not do it. There might be people who are in the masters divisions that qualified for both, and are like, ah, well, we I learned from last year. I'm not going to do these workouts or variants of these workouts more than once. I'll just prime myself for the qualifier. I think I have the best chance in whichever one that is. And um, so you sure you lose a big percentage from teams, masters athletes. Um, and then, yeah, my guess is, and I, you know, I wish there was a way to kind of know with what percentage of these people, like, where are they coming from? Are they the last 3000 to qualify that decided not to participate? Or are those the ones that are the most excited to get in? So they do sign up and it's the people that are like 2000 to 5000 um, that aren't signing up because they're like, yeah, well, whatever. Uh, yeah, I was going for that, Kenneth. That's the way I like to say that word hormones like that hormones. I'm, I appreciate you noticing that. Um, uh, it, it, when you say that it could be because of teams, wh why teams people don't need to do the quarterfinals. Angela, are you doing the quarterfinals? <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. And, and why is that? So, why aren't you don't have to tell me how, how that works? How you know, you become, the same thing that Brian just said about the masters uh, last year, the workouts were so similar. I mean, the workouts were almost identical. So I don't want to do that workout and then end up having to do it in two weeks. But I think this year they are going to be different. So because oh. the equipment list is vastly different. Okay, so, so want, you have your own. You have your own workout. The teams have their own like next stage. Is that called? <clears throat> yeah. What's that called? Is that called teams team quarterfinals? Quarterfinal. Yeah. Okay. It's in okay. two weeks, and it's it's um it's more team oriented. I wouldn't say it's like you know sync. I guess yeah, there was syn synchro stuff last year, but there's no like worm stuff or anything like that. It's kind of just entry level team stuff. And what I said may maybe kind of stupid. I said, well, maybe it's because they have think that they have they're. They're not doing the quarterfinals even though they qualified because they know they can't make it to the semifinals. But if that's the logic, then why even do the Open? That's kind of what I'm wondering. And I have kind of, you know, two thoughts about this is uh, one, from that perspective, I just am curious about the person who signs up for the Open knowing that they are likely going to finish in the top 10% and then chooses not to do the quarterfinals. Like, why do one if you don't want to do the other? And then the other thing I wonder from CrossFit's perspective, like I wonder if they're looking at those numbers and asking the same question, where are the people coming from who did sign up and where are they come, like, and who are the majority that didn't sign up? Because one thing they could consider is, well, it doesn't look that good if only 50% of the registrants of the qualifiers register. So maybe we should reduce that. Let's make it 7% and then we'll get a much higher registration rate. And it's a little bit more exclusive and prestigious to make it through or open it up to 15% because then let's say that in the 90th to 94th percentile, 50% of those people do it and 50% don't. But in the 85th to 89th percentile, you'd probably have the same thing. So then you end up getting double the number of registrants out of those two groups than you would out of either one of them, which means double the number of revenue out of those groups for the quarterfinals. And, and you know, people give a lot of 
critical comments about no CrossFit is now all about the money and the business. If you know if there is even any element of that, which why not? Then maybe open to fifteen percent, and you'll get an extra twenty five hundred men, you know, or maybe a thousand extra men in North America paying fifty bucks. I would have paid, you know, if I'd made it in. I totally agree. Like it's already, it's already. I, I don't even think you should have the quarterfinals. By the way, I think you should go straight from the open to the semifinals. But if you're going to do it, open it up to more. I totally agree. So does Shane Estrada, a resident Mexican in the country. Well, I'm not saying that I that that's definitely what they should do. I'm just thinking. I am. If I was them, I would be asking these questions and say, you know, I think that it's also an opportunity for a self reflection. Like, what's the purpose of the open? What's the purpose of the quarterfinals? And are we meeting those objectives? Um, but who cares if it's a money grab? Like, let like like right? Like who? Like it's up to you. Like that we've already established that it's up to you if you want to do it or not. Why not open it up to another thousand men? I bet you it's a lot of people who aren't doing it because they're doing other shit. Masters, uh, team. I bet you. I think you nailed it. Or yeah. spring break. And why? It, he, <laughs> so on vacation. Yeah. It is spring break in the school systems right now. I mean, right. Yeah. Uh, what what is the what is the average age of the what, where is the biggest demographic do do we know any of that stuff like is it is it tw- 18 to 32 year old guys who make up 80 percent of the people who do the open oh the open uh, yeah. I, I have no idea i have no idea do you have any idea angelo no i have no idea all right someone will say it in the comments someone will, someone will crunch those numbers i guess rich isn't going indie <laughs> well that sucks thanks for ruining that part of the show uh tomorrow so tomorrow we will know roughly who all the people are who have been cut and left who's going to the semifinals and that's i think we i think we roughly already know okay and that's 120 men from north america and 120 women from north america and what are the other uh the other continents europe is 60 and 60 okay and the other four are all thirty and thirty. And who and who are the other four? Australia, Oceania, mm-hmm. Africa, mm-hmm. Asia, mm-hmm. South America. Um, Australia has the same as Africa, Asia, and South America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's well, like hello there, fellas. Right there in the most controversial spot of the show, Noah Olson enters. What's up, crew? Oh, Noah, you did it perfect. I told you, make sure that you're driving because the rumors that you don't know how to drive are vicious, and I want to put an end to that bullshit. Man, listen, I wish I was driving right now, but I'm actually being chauffeured around by my handsome fit friend, Mr. Jake Berman. Oh, Jake. Jake Berman. Now, if you, are you Armenian? There's only Armenian Uber drivers. What are you doing? Don't take I've jobs from us. Recently that I look Armenian. You might be part. Or that I'm an arms dealer. <laughs> Race both my Uber driver and my arms dealer. Noah Olson, the most popular active male CrossFitter. Don't you dare put that on me. <laughs> most popular active male CrossFitter in the sport. Oh, you it's true, because I was so I only think of true shit when I'm soaping my nuts, and I was soaping my nuts just about 45 <laughs> minutes ago when I thought of that. I'm like, okay, this guy is the most popular fucking guy who's active. Man, well, you're making me blush. I don't know if you could tell. And I also, to be honest with you guys, can barely hear you, but I'm doing my best. Okay. 
Tell um Jake, tell Jake to turn down his beeper if he's an arms dealer. Tell him to lower the the volume on his beeper and we'll. His beeper is off the hook right now. I just turned it off. So, <laughs> I, I, I was listening to um uh, uh Tommy and Sean's show and uh, Patrick Clark and the Khaleesi show uh, just prior to coming on trying to prep for this one. That's how I prep for my show: steal shit from other people, and plagiarize. And they were saying that you got the no reps because of what happened at the top, and not at the bottom. Are you talking to me right now? I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I got a couple of no reps, I guess, on the pistol workout, um, which I appealed and haven't heard back from yet. I figured there was no harm in seeing if they would reconsider, but I don't know. I uh, was a little bit bummed when I got the email about that. I felt pretty confident that my reps were looking good. It's tough to do pistols at speed and have the proper judgment on it. Um, you can, you guys tell me, watch them all if you want. I am happy to have the video live for the world to see. I don't feel um, any sort of ashamed about my movement. But it is. Oh, how convenient you cut out then. Of, what's that? I said, how convenient you cut out right then. Perfect. Yeah, no, all good. If it was like going to keep me from winning the CrossFit games, I'd be a little bit more upset about it. But because it's quarterfinals and right now it's the difference of me being in second or third place overall, it really doesn't matter much. So I'm not going to put too much energy into complaining about it. You are arguably one of the most positive people I've ever met. Definitely the most positive in the sport. Thank like you. you, you jump through those mental hurdles pretty damn good. Um, it was did did you did you have a moment where you had to go into the broom closet and like throw some shit around or like hey fuck you guys? No, not at all. I just uh, I, I there was a tangible change in mood last night. Jake and I were had a little celebratory dinner because I had wrapped up all the quarterfinal workouts and. I was in a really, really good mood, especially having been in first and first on those workouts. And then I got the email and it was like a little bit of a downer, um, but nothing that upset me too much. And, and what it go ahead, Brian, go ahead. No, I was just, I was wondering from my perspective, it seems like they are um, doling out penalties at a, a little bit quicker or more Sounds efficient like I'm talking rate. talking to a robot right now. Oh, he is not. a robot, but, but it's called Asperger's. Don't be mean. Don't be mean, <laughs> Noah. It's just Asperger's. Don't be mean to Brian, please. It's it's actually hilarious the way that it sounds, um, but I didn't get any of that. Me me or Brian sounds like a robot. I'm gender fluid. You think that's me or you guys? It's probably me. I Can you hang up and call back? Can you hang up and call it's back? It's back. It's officially back. Oh, and I don't need to hang okay. up. Okay. Sorry. What were you saying? You sounded like a really cool robot. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, for, uh from. Our perspective, it seems like penalties are being assessed more quickly from CrossFit this year. Does that feel feel like that from the athlete side too? Yeah, I think so. It's been a weird year too with some of the social media stuff that I've seen. Um, I don't know. I don't like how much of a big deal people are making out of all that stuff. Um, seems unnecessary and annoying. But the I just stare at your abs the whole time, by the way. I never even – they're like, did I'm it go deep enough? I'm right like, now. abs. I'm just like, no, no, no. Them? But it, no, yeah, I do. But what I'm saying when you, <laughs> I'm just talking about when you do the workout. Like, I people are like, did he go low enough? Did he go high enough? I'm like, abs. Just, I just do abs. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. They don't call you 
I don't remember what they call you anymore. That's but, not nice, Eric. You're calling them. They're, look, they've made up a new term instead of oh, Noah rep. Noah no rep. rep. It's clever. I'll take it. <laughs> Nicely done, Eric. Nicely done. Uh, but yeah, no, to answer your question, Brian, I think that it's interesting. Jake and I were just lamenting. Look at what a good guy he is. Here you go, boss. God bless, dude. Have a great one, buddy. Yeah, I'm mean, use a clean needle. Okay, go on. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Didn't have to take it there. Can't take that guy anywhere. Um, so we were talking about how for event number two, which is the pistol one, it seemed like they were slamming penalties on everybody. And then event one, Jake and I both got like a very quick and easy approval. And it doesn't seem like anybody has been shifted around. And to me, the inconsistency of like being that nitpicky on the pistol extension, but then nothing Not on, on the muscle like, up stepping through on the lunges or the handstand push-up it just felt a little weird it's like they're like hey we're gonna set an example on this workout and then that's it you know in years past the in uh qualifiers like this sometimes they'll ask for two videos maybe they're asking for all the videos but they're just choosing two workouts to to you know zoom in on maybe yeah which is not great obviously the consistency would be the best but right right yeah are my other ones have already been accepted anyway what else do you guys want to talk about crossfit's boring uh <laughs> how's your penis um <laughs> you cut out there <laughs> um angelo what's up bro how are yeah. you what up i'm good bro good to see you man hey tell jake i like that car or i can't even tell what it is but it's a little nice. cool it's got a nice low rumble are, are you done with all the workouts is that what i heard you say isn't there like aren't you supposed to do some tomorrow they release them all on Thursday, five of them, and you can do them on whatever time frame that you want. So we did three of them on Thursday, and then I did the other two yesterday. And so technically I'm done. I have all my videos. I have all my scores. You just have to submit them during the windows that the score submission is due. Oh, God, that must feel good. Yeah, it's think- a good feeling for sure. Like all day today. I had no obligations and just kind of bounced around the gym, cheering people on, helping set weights up, and felt nice to be on the other side of the barricade for once. I think it feels like it, uh, most of the the high level, like the elite elite athletes in the sport, did that three one day to the next, they were done. Yeah, it's hard to tell the way like the social media perception is. I saw somebody post today, like one of the games guys was like, "One to go tomorrow." And I thought, huh, that's weird that you wouldn't have already done them all. But maybe you're not telling us the truth. I like this side of Noah. He seems like a genuine good dude. Now let's see those abs again. It's all a a big hoax, Ruben. You've achieved what I always just wanted. I just wanted people to like. I just wanted one girl in my life just to like me for the most superficial reasons, just to see me as a slab of meat. Just like, hey, that's you're just a piece of meat to me. Uh, How is everything, Noah? How's the dog? Max is amazing. Joanne is amazing. Uh, life is really good, man. I am happily training down in Miami. We just had our pool finished and filled up for the first time this weekend. So I'm you have a pool? Good. You have a house yeah, with a pool? Yeah, a little pool in the backyard, which we're excited about. Take a celebratory dip in when I get back home. But life is good, man. And and so so you have good sponsors. Life is good if you can afford a pool. Yeah. I agree. HWPO, as they say, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I've heard that. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, any P any PRs here with these guys? I did. Yeah, that clean that looked a little bit funky was a, a PR 380, which um, is kind of hard for me to believe. Like if you would have told me a handful of years ago that I'd be able to clean 380, I don't know if I would have believed you. Um, so it's cool to feel strong and have that be possible. Bench press. Um, 300 nothing too crazy i've never been a great bencher there it is oh baby what was almost even cooler than hey i just got an email from crossfit you guys Uh-oh. want me to read it live <laughs> please that, please especially up? if it's the release of the semifinals workout this is the official show of all announcement workouts for crossfit Inc., by the way <laughs> should i should i let me do a quick scan and see what that email says my Thank appeal you. request has been noted our team will be in touch all right oh i lost you guys what there? if it would have? What if it? What if it would have been? Okay, that's not even a funny joke. I won't even say that one. Um, <laughs> I'm proud of you, Savan. I'm proud of you. A little restraint. That I. That I should, hey, that that overhead squat where Noah did, where he like did a little Arch curtsy. A second, before going in there, I don't know if we'll lose him. No, you won't. You only lose an elevator. No. Hello. No, Noah. Um, that little curtsy you did when you um. Pr- uh, Got ready to do the overhead squat where you brought one of your legs behind the other leg and you stood on one leg for a minute. Yeah, that was purposeful. Is that um? Is that <laughs> the uh, training t- uh, think tank method? Is that a Max El Hajj uh, like, hey, you need to be on one leg before you squat? Yeah, it activates the opposite glute and allows you to really drive through on the uh, extension. No, I, I. Seven's gonna be doing one shoulder. leg overhead squats now. That would be impressive. I tore something in my shoulder last season, and so my shoulder is not quite fully healed, and it was a little unstable there. Hey, how good is that little video right there? My buddy Joe Yates does some media for me when I'm up there, and he's, I think, probably maybe the best in the game at taking photos and videos. It's well, really good. Wait, wait, is that, what was is that? that just photos right there? Is that all yeah, photos? Yeah, like a little uh, nonstop shot of pictures. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. What's the guy's name? Joseph Yates. Oh, you didn't even tag his ass. God, you suck. I did. I did. It's in. He's also. Awesome. Uh, he, he he always talks about him on here too. He likes that guy. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's a good buddy of mine. I'm going to his wedding in a couple weeks. I like how you said he's the best in the biz and just fucking just destroyed the rest of us. Good job. Solid one. <laughs> one. You don't. You're not in this biz anymore, dude. Don't. Act I ain't like in the biz. Uh, how about the guy next to you, Jake Berman? Um, does does he? How did he do? Does he have any chance of of like? Oh yeah, Jake's big, killing it. Big Jake, time. I'm trying to put some light on him right now. We're in a parking garage. No, no, Let's I'm get... trying to put some light on him. I'm trying to put some light on him. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Yeah, Jake is a stud. He has been doing CrossFit since he was 13 years old, and uh, I think this is finally the year. Now that he's 25, that he's going to make the games. He crushed everything this weekend. I think he, you're currently in what? 19th, 18th overall. So I'm proud of Jakey boy. Um, Noah, is there any chance that this is your last year? Definitely not. Um, okay. This is I, interestingly enough at the beginning of the season, I was having a, a lot of like doubt and consideration on what I wanted to do for the season and how much longer I wanted to do all of this. But now that I'm kind of finding my flow, I'm uh, a little bit more confident in my decision. I'm trying to, Put some good. There it is. Found the right light. Here you want this? No, yeah, that works. Um, I feel good about my decision to 
be competing full time. I am definitely competing individually this year, potentially next year, most likely, because that'll be 10 years in a row competing as an individual. Damn. And then there is a high chance of going team in what would that be 2024 with Mr. Chandler Smith. And we would need to find two studly ladies to try to win the games. That could be fun. <clears throat> I asked because I think, you, I think you have some qualities that lovely ladies might be interested in. <laughs> <laughs> My the fitness is all that I'm hoping to recruit them with. That's, uh, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, no, Noah, um, it is interesting that Scott said he was going to retire and it kind of set him free. Yeah. And, uh, and he experienced that. And I was just wondering if, if you know, it is it is an interesting mindset to explore. Like, hey, this is going to be my last year, and then yeah. I mean, ironically enough, I would say in 2019, I had a very rocky season in the lead up to the games, to the point where I was thinking, hey, maybe I can't hang with the big dogs anymore. And if this is going to be my last season, I really want to enjoy the experience of the games. And so I kind of had that approach to the actual games where I was trying to soak it all in and really zoom out and appreciate the things that I was there and experiencing. And I happened to have my best year ever. The other years when it was all about winning, that pressure, I think, um, is a little detrimental for me. So I think there's something to that for sure. When I see you walk next to the other athletes, you seem like the most senior fellow out there. You have the most swagger. You have this uh, very good still. Is it uh, the nose ring? I didn't even notice that. Uh, you had Doc any points for that shit, by the way. Um, and, uh, Come on, I'm trying to be a hipster. No, no, hey, dude, dude, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, listen. If you do I can't that, grow if you, a beard, so I got to do something. We're all going to be punished for that nose ring, and a dude's now going to enter the women's division for that. You just you open the door with that nose ring. Um, but but in all honesty, it's awesome to see you out there. Nobody wants to see you uh, retire. You are the guy. You, it's man. crazy to see what you've done. Um, you are um, – you're, you're amazing and it's awesome seeing you out there i, I appreciate, appreciate that your, a lot you're 10 or 15 minutes away from berman today and i wish i could have asked you some questions about uh some things not games related but you can so, so, how about enough. you ask me a non-games related question and then what if you guys chat with jake for a minute no <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry no. bud no. next time tell let me see jake I'm one more time let me see yeah, he's hot. We'll, we'll reschedule with Jake. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. Jake, if you get a fucking nose ring, though, buddy. It's fake. His is fake. He's a fraud. Oh, dude. Good. All right, guys. I exposed him. Noah, Mr. Berman, you guys are the guys. Thank you for taking us down deep into the bellows of the parking lot. <laughs> hey, it's been our pleasure. Have a wonderful rest of the podcast. I would lie to you and tell you you'll be watching the rest of it, but we got plans. We're out. All right. See you, guys. Hey y'all, how you doing? From Miami to Canada, Canada. <laughs> I think I think Noah is just jealous of my nose piercing. He just wants to be like me a little bit more. You have one too. <laughs> Seva. <laughs> I thought that was your way of introducing me. Actually, yes, it is. This is actually Noah, just with an accent. <laughs> a big French hey, accent. When I was a kid, if you got your ear pierced depending on what side you got your ear pierced, it was like whether you like men or women. And I noticed Noah has his nose pierced on the other side of you. Is there a significance to what side you get your nose pierced? Actually, I went with my girlfriend to get my nose pierced like at one of our first dates, and we just decided to do the same side, both of us. So maybe yeah, no, no one can tell maybe. you. 
Yeah, maybe yours says you like guys, but fuck it. You do what you do what you want. <laughs> exactly. You do what you want. Uh buddy, how you doing? How are you pumped? I'm excited. The quarterfinal has been doing has been good for me, uh, minus my I got the same penalty as Jake and Noah, actually. So all three of us from Trinity Tank got the same penalty for lacking extension on top of our pistol, but it's part of the <laughs> deal. Uh, J- Jake got that also? Jake got it and Noah too, and I uh myself included. So I appealed the decision, but uh, they already hold, said no. Hold on a second. Jake looks like a gay version of you. Hold on. <laughs> yep, there he is. Uh, um, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. He's never coming on your show. Oh, yeah. Jake's coming on. Look at that. As soon as they said he's Ar- he looks like he's Ar- Ar- Armenian uh, um, uh, arms dealer, I was like, we're having this dude on. <laughs> we should have him on. Jake, Jake's had a very, I think, a lot of uh, interesting things he could tell us. His career's been, I think he's had a lot of experiences for a young guy. I'm, I agree, tripping, that, I'm tripping that you guys got popped at the top. Yeah, I got the, I got second place in the first workout, and then on the one I got a penalty, I was fifth before, uh, before getting a penalty. Yeah. And did you have any idea when you were done with that? Is, is that something that gives you anxiety? Like you submit the video and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Like, I know it's perfect, but I'm still – someone's going to be scrutinizing this? Yeah, a little bit because I had a – I have a background of getting a lot of penalties. So I actually got a penalty during the 20, uh, 2020 Open. Or was it the quarterfinal? No, it was the Open. 2020, I got a, a major penalty for pistol on the right side, and I just got yesterday a major penalty for pistol on the right side once again. So wow. so uh, I was a little septic when I was looking at my video because you can see that I'm still leaning – a little forward before starting to switch from one leg to the other. So knowing that I knew that it was a possibility, but, uh, and even if I look at, at, um, at Noah's rep, actually Noah's rep looked much better than mine. Um, so, I mean, if he gets a penalty, it's just fair that I get one as well. Do, do we know Angelo or Brian that when the judges are looking at that, that there are there points of performance, like that they know to look for, like, are they like, okay, is that opening yeah. at the, is someone scrutinizing that? Well, it's, I mean, it's a majority of the movements that have been tested are detailed in the judges course for this year. Um, so then they have those, of course, to go by. And, and then they have the, obviously, the movement standards that are accompanying the workout releases. That they're looking at the exact same ones that the athletes see. Um, but, the you know, who are those people in the pro- and how much attention are they giving to each video or each rep? I don't know that stuff. The one thing I don't like about the review process is I don't know exactly how they do it, but I imagine they get the video and they slow it down and stop it and pause it oh. whenever they want. When in real, when in real life, when you're at the games, like with the best judges in the world, they got eyes on you. And you know, who's to say that if they took those videos and they brought them back into the into the back and then reviewed it, then maybe you would see a few no reps here or there. Um, you know, it's, it's not, it's too, I think it's, it's almost like if you were to stop every single football play, then you're going to see maybe one person holding, you know, in probably every play and the game's mm-hmm. never going to go anywhere. That's why so I, it's just, I mean, <laughs> it's, the way sports, it's the way sports go. And it just doesn't, it's a, I think they should have to watch the video. I'm not sure, you know, maybe they do, but watch the video at real speed, you know, a couple times through if they want to, but they shouldn't really be able to stop or slow it down. It should be done the way a normal judge would see it done. Um, for what you, like. what what place are you in right now, Cedric? Do you know? Oh, you're in 11th. I'm in 11th. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
And have, have, have your penalties been itemized? Do they tell you that? Like, Hey, you lost one second here. We're giving you one extra second here, two seconds there. No, I'm not sure how it works. I think they have a small group of judge. Uh, I got some knowledge on the reviewing process when I got my first overruled actually penalty in 2020, uh, which was a first for CrossFit to, I'm sure Brian remembered that where the, I got a major penalty and I appealed the decision with like a bunch of proof and they decided to reverse decision. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was that was great. Um, that was in 2020. But then, so it's, a, it's like a small group of judge that decide, and they have like a, a group chat, and they can talk about the athletes' reps and take decision based on uh, on their knowledge or on the standards. It's cool that you could appeal it, and they reversed it. It's also a little unsettling. You would it, it should it should be that, that it should be not. There should be something where they can't take a rep from you or penalize you unless they're a hundred percent certain. Well, I think that's what they do. Although, obviously, sometimes if you have a bigger name, you're 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 you can get away with <laughs> not perfect reps. Where if nobody knows your name, often they're a little bit more strict with you. Although, I'm glad that um, they, they they took down a couple of people that has big name on the leaderboard this year. If if it's it was worth it, like looking at Noah's video, and I know Noah really well because I was in Trading Tank at the in Georgia. For a couple of months last year, I think Noah's video is awesome. Like I don't see any Noah up there. Um, if I, if I would be his judge, I would have give him hundred percent of the of, of his reps. What do you think from what you just saw there, Angelo and Brian? Do you guys have an opinion on it? I know we barely saw it on Noah's. Yeah, <clears throat> I think Angelo froze. If you go if you yeah, go on I YouTube, you can see Noah's full video. Have we? Do you have um, Matt or Caleb? Do you have Cedric's video? Uh, I'll say about Noah's that I think at worst they're questionable. I don't know that I would say that they are obvious no reps. I would say at the absolute worst there are maybe some questionable reps. If but if I was his judge, he probably would have gotten all those reps. They look they look good to me. I mean, and at the end of the day, it hasn't fucked anything up for anybody except for Luca. Is that correct? Is that the only one we know of where, like, okay, this guy's penalty was so massive that he may not be going to semifinals? Luka uh, Jukic? Yeah, his was pretty uh, pretty severe, but he had a really good uh, workouts number three and four and it was put him back into a really good position with only one workout to go, actually. What happened to, to Luka? Just got docked over, I think it was a minute and six second penalty. I don't, I'm not sure what everyone else's was. Wow. For, for pixel extension, but it seemed like it was a lot bigger than most of the other ones. My my penalty for pixel extension was a minute. Wow, it was about the same. Yeah, a, mi- a minute six. Yeah, a minute six. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's exactly what he got. Yeah. And did you say that's what Noah and Jake also got? Uh, Noah got a minute too. <laughs> okay. Wow, I mean, that's Noah's nuts. moving so fast, so it's really hard. Like it's, I understand it's it's hard to say yes or no. I mean, from, yeah, from you, my point of view, to... it looks like he's opening his hips, but his head and shoulder is still running yeah. up. But he's still like clearly showing his hips yeah. opening. So, um, um, does that mess with your head at all? Set? Are are you done with all the work uh, workout, Cedric? Or do you still have two more to do? No, I do one tomorrow morning. Just I, I had to repeat the first workout uh, because I started way too fast, and then I just couldn't couldn't do a lunge with my with my dumbbell overhead. So I had to repeat like the morning after. So because I, I was planning on finishing today, but because of that, I have one more to go tomorrow. 
And is that everyone's already everyone's had to turn in four so far and everyone has one left if they haven't done it? Is that exactly. where we're at? Okay, yes, so no. okay, so no one can okay. And and are you are you happy with everything mentally? Like as you go into semifinals, is this a is this a good show for you? Yeah, I was I was really pleased uh, getting a uh, a PR on my clean, so that it was a good highlight of my weekend. And overall, I felt pretty good with with all of the tests. I think it was a good test of fitness, and um, so that was three seventy six for a big eleven pound PR. Wow! And was that the plan? I was aiming for like three seventy at least, but it felt really good. But then I couldn't bench press anything after. <laughs> what What was the lift you hit right before that? I think it was 356, but it might have. Yeah, I think it was 356. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't hit two PRs. You like, you made a jump. You're feeling good. You're like, let's go yeah, for this. I just went for it. I missed it actually the first time. And then I, I redid it and I got it. And then on, on the bench press, I spent 20 minutes on the bench press. I just couldn't lift anything. <laughs> and I gave myself, I gave myself like six minutes on the overhead squat and it, it went okay damn that's incredible it always blows me away how many people set prs in competition i know it's like what you're supposed to do but but i but it it never makes sense to me i I guess the pressure fuels you guys when i would think the pressure would cause you guys to uh collapse that was that was last week though that was not during the quarterfinal how much was this 365 and what Go ahead. I, what, I, had three, I had three fifty six uh, because I had no time left and I didn't want to play too risky. Yeah, and I mean, and you'd already, you know, it, the the order of the events matter. If you overhead squatted first, maybe you hit another, you know, three sixty five or even three seventy or something. Yeah, because that felt pretty good actually. Yeah. No, How much time did you have to do all three uh, movements? You had you had thirty minutes. Yeah. But no specific denomination of time for each one. You could do however many of each lift you wanted. But once you stopped the cleans, you couldn't ever go back and do any more cleans. So if you would have run, if you were running out of time and you would have gone for an overhead squat that you didn't make, then you'd have to start the whole fucking thing over again. <laughs> like if you logged a zero, that would yeah. be terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I, there's got to be someone out there that that happened to, right? Ah, oh, that would that would really suck. I mean, that's your only <laughs> that option would, at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you yeah, like yeah. zero. Yeah. Um, was your coach there with you? Was your wife there with you, Cedric? Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any coach right now. Um, I'm just following the online programming of Training Tank, so I'm doing my own thing. But my my girlfriend actually helps me and try to program for me once in a while some specific weaknesses that I have. But I'm just trying to have fun, and I feel like during the last six months that I I've been just like enjoying the process. I've been like progressing more than I. I've done. I've I've had the last last year or so, so I'm pretty happy. And when you say you're training with Training Think Tank, you're not in Georgia, are you? No, I mean I'm still in Canada, and um, you know I'm just I'm just because I used to like training was my entire thing in my life, right? I used to train in the morning, noon, and then we would have a third session in the in the evening. Where right now I only have like ninety minutes to two hours to train per day, um, because I have a lot of other things going on in my life in my life. Um, but I feel like by lowering my volume and trying to maintain a bigger intensity, I've been able to keep my body healthier and I've, I've seen better progress during the last six months than during the last year. Wow. Does that sound like something you've heard before, Seva? No, uh, maybe. 
who, yeah, I, I definitely heard it before, but I'm trying to think who specifically you're talking about. Just the general prescription for CrossFit. Oh, yeah, I was right. about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you. Um, yeah. Here, here, here's what I'm tripping. The two things I'm tripping on. Um, he said he's busy he, he, um, with other stuff in your life. That's not good. That makes me nervous. Um, and uh, and is your gym open? My gym you, is open. Okay, uh, so my, you're not sneaking around. You don't have to do – your gym is open. You're not sneaking around. We've been open for almost a month now, yeah. Okay, congratulations. And what what's taking up other time in your life besides CrossFit? What I mean, we're, it's, it's game time, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's game time. Um, I, I've been trying to focus more on training like because the quarterfinal were coming up. But um, obviously, I have a girlfriend here. I'm finishing my degree. I'm going to start my master wow. in, in September, so I'm still at school. I also do a lot of uh, volunteering for political parties. So I'm trying to be more present in, in the society uh, from where I live. And um, yeah, that's it. I also uh, I also coach and work a lot, right? And uh, at the gym I work for, there'll be a change of ownership coming up soon. So I'm going to have more responsibilities too. So I've been taking over a lot. Um, so I have a lot on my on my plate for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so and anyone, Cedric's currently in 11th place in the quarterfinals. I don't want to hear anyone complain. Listen to the things this guy has to deal with. He's trying to be, he's trying to stay more active in politics, which I think is important in this day and age. He's going to school to get his master's. He works. He has a girlfriend. Did I mentioned he's in 11th place. And on top of that, he lives in Canada. And, and I'm a business owner. So I, so I have 10 personal clients that I do one-on-one oh coaching for. Oh goodness. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Pretty busy um, schedule. Is the goal of the games though still? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Feel good this year. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any more questions before for Cedric before we let him put him to sleep and tuck him in? <laughs> Actually, no, tonight, tonight is is date night, so I'm gonna. I, I don't have any work to do. I'm just gonna spend the evening with my girlfriend. So. Awesome. No, it's great. This it's great to really to hear that about the the change in the training and the way you've been feeling because. You know, um, people who know, you know, that the last two or three years, you've probably had all the skills, tools, et cetera, you need and just not feeling 100 percent here. A little tweak of a thing here has kept you out of, of possibly making it already. So hopefully you can keep that going and have a really good semifinal showing. Thank you. Is, I really appreciate it. Um, is, your, is, is your girlfriend a woman? <laughs> yes, she is. Uh, you, you said and, she was pretty last time I got on. I, I was on the show. All right, yeah, and and, uh, and how do you know? How do you know she's a woman? <laughs> Because I sleep you don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel comfortable answering whatever. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, think. your girlfriend's beyond pretty. Um, <laughs> listen, the, the, Frank Franco. This guy Franco says a girlfriend isn't the same as a wife. Hey, I'm from the United States. We don't even know what a woman is anymore. I'm asking my Canadian. <laughs> I'm asking my Canadian <laughs> brethren what a woman is because we fucking lost yeah. our minds in this. Country. I mean, yeah, no, we, we have a ton of woke here too. We're we're fighting against them pretty pretty harshly right now. We have a crazy government in place. All right, brother, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. I know thank we you hit you up last minute. It's cool to see you here, and, and you're keeping the tie dye alive as usual, and that's cool. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, guys. Tie dye, tie dye, and Pikachu. Nice to meet you, Angelo, and hopefully yeah, Brian. Good. Hopefully, Brian, the next prediction you do, you're going to put me in the top five. All right. Good luck with the rest of the season. <laughs> Bye. Uh, he can't be in the top five. This fucking guy's got a whole life going on. He means like at semifinals. He, I know, I, but I mean, you heard all the shit he's doing. 
I know, but we've seen this before. You know, we've seen guys like uh, Velner and Fikowski when they first came on the scene and made their breakthrough that they had a lot of other stuff going on and they were still able to make it work. And same with Fraser and same with Froning and maybe it makes them soft when uh, they rich, start. Rich is rich hasn't rich has rich has nothing. But he used to back in the day when we visited him. He he was What uh, did he do? What did he do back then? <laughs> he did stuff. He I just remember he did stuff. He trained well, he, he trained dudes. He had trained a bunch of dudes. He trained. He trained. All he did is train. He, rich Rich has always been just training, cheating and training. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good dude though. Now he's now he's got kids and stuff. But yeah, he he just uh all that guy knows is training. It's insane. Can, can we pull up the overall rankings um bef- uh for the uh for the men right now? And let's try to do some of the, let's try to do 10 minutes of the overall men and 10 minutes of the overall women. It's not uh, going to show overall. It's going to show by continent. Oh, really? We can't do overall. I don't think there's any way to sort by that even though they've all done the same no. workouts. Like in the past they Someone will do that, but CrossFit yeah, hasn't made that, that available. Damn. Okay. I mean, okay. Uh, so right now we're just looking at North America. I want to say this really quick about Patrick Vellner at number eight because it's fresh in my head because I was just watching Tommy and Sean's podcast, um, uh, Talking Elite Fitness. Uh, they went live earlier today, and they had Patrick Vellner on. And Patrick uh, said some really cool shit. He said PRs in all three of his lifts. He said a PR wow. in the um, overhead squat by a pound. And he uh, he sent uh, uh, PR'd his clean and bench by six pounds each, and I thought that was really cool. And um and uh, Tommy and Sean were celebrating with that um too, you know, making the joke that he's an old dog even though he's only thirty two. And Velder was saying that at that age that he can't take the pounding that he used to, and so he's not been training a lot uh, with heavy weights. And it's nice to see that when he does go out uh, to do that, that the numbers are still going up. Any thought? Any thoughts on that from either of you guys? Well, yeah, I uh, I saw that he did that, and so I decided to do the same thing. And I got a couple years on him too. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 34. Yeah, but he's a. I mean, he's uh, congratulations. I don't mean it's it's awesome, but he's also at kind of a high. He, I mean, his fucking face is pushed against the glass ceiling. Hmm. Um, yeah, and he's obviously was, has been training at a higher volume uh, than me for several many years now, and uh, you know, with a much more much different goal. But similarly, I haven't been hitting high percentages of my, of my weights very often this year, but I've been hitting a lot of volume at mid, you know, middle percentages, 70, 80%. And I think that it's not like, that's not surprising to know that that formula is having a similar effect for him as it, as it did for me. Uh, Angelo, how are you doing these days? How old are you, Angelo? I'm a hundred. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have so many miles. Uh, the <laughs> funny thing <laughs> we talk about is me and, uh, me and Guy are the exact same age. Like I think he's a few months younger than me. And then um, we were. I was talking about is, how old I feel. Which is what? How old are you? Twenty five. Twenty. I'll be twenty three in a couple months. Holy shit! <laughs> we were talking about how beat up my body is, and uh, Tyler Christoffel. He goes, "Hey, wait, aren't you and Guy the same age?" He goes, "No, no, no, no. <laughs> way different. I've lived in Cookville. Those are. I have Cookville years. It's like dog years." Uh, are you still setting like PRs? Standard. Are you still setting PRs? I can't remember the last. Yeah, I'd say yes. I can't remember the last one I set, but <laughs> it's, not, it's not that far away. Oh um, my goodness! Oh my! Uh, goodness. It'll, it'll take it might take me a minute to think about it. But uh, I haven't attempted. I haven't attempted many PRs. I think that's true for a lot of the athletes. So I think that's what. Um, I think that's a lot of what you're seeing is that they're not attempting a lot of PRs because 
like we said about Pat, that he's not going that heavy. And that's true, especially for the older guys that um, when these lifts come up, they go for it and they get it, you know? So, cause it's all, it's in there. They just don't attempt it. Uh, Sevon has underwear older than Angelo. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Justin Medeiros, first place. Noah Olson, second place. I th- would Noah Olson be in first place? He's in second place. Did something change? Can we oh, wow. Was, was... Literally uh, five minutes ago, Jeff Adler was in second place. Now they're tied for second. So there was another. But this is what, you know, CrossFit is assessing penalties without making announcements. So they're already doing the review process. And then they'll, you know, when, a, when a, it's decided that they're going to apply a penalty to someone, they go and change it on the leaderboard. And it just happens. So if you're like not screenshotting it every hour, you might not catch all the, the penalties that have been being assessed. Hopefully they'll release that at some point. And do you think it's fair to say that it was Adler who got a penalty and not one of Noah's? No, no, no. Noah actually dropped a point. It was 112 points, 113 points, and Noah gained a point, which means it probably wasn't a penalty to either one of them. It was someone who beat Noah, but not Jeff on a workout that got a penalty that dropped him below Noah. Shit, I always forget about that mess. Okay, okay. Uh, so, so okay, so we still don't know. Noah put in an appeal, and we don't know uh, what happened with his appeal yet. But he didn't it was sound received. very helpful. What? It, it was received. The, was yeah. received. Um, the, big, the big story here, I think, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, the Panchik brothers. What is going on with Scott Panchik? Uh, we have Saxon. Uh, we have uh, Scott in fourth. Uh, Saxon in sixth and Spencer in 10th. I think if this makes everyone happy uh, in CrossFit, it's always good to see three brothers. They're cool brothers, a great reputation, all kicking ass. What do you guys think? I say that Scott is like, uh, uh, who said that? Did you say that, Seven, that there's a lot of, there's a lot, or Brian, did you say there's a lot less pressure on him since he said he retired? So he doesn't have that pressure. And I think um, just like, um, just like a lot of the guys who are getting older, they realize that. Um, the intensity matters more than the volume. And so he's dropping some of his volume down and just training with intensity and obviously staying as fit, if not fitter than he has been in years past. Wait a minute. Do we know anything about his knee? How his knees or, or there's just the fact that he's extremely fit. He got second in the quarterfinals last year. (laughs) I mean, it's not like he, because he decided to, he decided to retire because he wasn't doing well anymore. Yeah. He's still got it. He's still one of the, probably still one of the 10 best guys if he wants to be. Yeah. I'd like but, to. I would like to know what his training looked like um, this past year uh, compared to the year before it to see the volume change. I think that that'd be interesting because I'm sure there is one. Um, I, I want to move on here for a second. Uh, when we were looking at the open, we were talking about what's going on down in Florida at, with Matt Torres's camp and uh, the brute strength uh, crew. Are we seeing a lot of uh, the the highest guy now? I'm seeing is Phil Tune. Is there, any, is there anyone I'm missing? Let's see. Well, where are, where are the other guys? Well, uh, Phil Toon, and then I don't see anyone else. Dallin, Dallin's in 25th. 25th, okay. And then James Sprague's down in the 70s or 80s, I think. Okay. And was Oh, and then Matt Poolin. I actually haven't seen where he is. He's not down there with them, but he is a brute guy that everyone was also talking about after the open. Let's see where he I think I saw his name. And, and why why are we seeing a bigger, why are we seeing that big spread now? Because more guys are taking it seriously, or because this is big boy time, or both? No, because the test is testing for something completely different. Okay, explain that to me. Um, you know, I think completely the, different, or just more significantly broader. Or both? Significantly broader. 
Okay. And 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 in in nature also different. The open was very clearly a capacity test. Like that was the primary thing. And there were and so far for just the four tests that we see on the leaderboard here, because we don't know how the fifth one will play out and may potentially again shift some things around. But on these four tests, we have uh, four. I know I think very different things being tested. You have the first workout is a you know shoulder stamina workout. The second workout is. Oh, there's James. Oh my! The second God. workout. Where is, I don't uh, see him. Where? Where is he? <laughs> the second workout is a midline and muscle up workout, depending on you know the athlete. Then you have the, obviously the uh, kind of long grindy, nothing in your way workouts. So it's just just you know that's kind of the long aerobic t- test, and then the, you have a heavy lift. So you're getting more diversity in the testing, which means that uh, if you have a weakness in any of those four things, um, it could potentially drop you significantly further down the leaderboard than probably anything in the open order. I need a metaphor. Is the open like a small net? And so we're only catching certain kind of fish and the quarterfinals is a big net. And so we're catching different kind of fish. Like what's the metaphor here? The difference between the, the open and the quarterfinals. Anyone, anyone quarterfinals is a bird. James, you're coming in late. Nice of you to fucking show up. If we're talking about the quarterfinals are a broader, a broader test. And yeah, I, got why- the con- I got the context. Uh, because because we're not because earlier we were seeing the Matt Torres group kind of clumping in the open and really fucking making a huge show in the open. Uh, by the way, before we go on any further, there was an interesting note in here. Someone in the comments said that a 62-year-old woman at their gym bench pressed 170. He's saying that because she bench pressed more than I did, which I is fine. The, and I'm super happy for her. That's incredibly impressive. Congratulations. Man. You bench 340, Hobart? No, not even. I don't think I could deadlift 340 right now. And, please. Angelo, you bench 340? No, not quite. <laughs> Caleb, you bench 340? You're in the Air Force. Yeah, he said yes. <laughs> All we do is push-ups. Come on. <laughs> Uh, so, um, then we go down for, we had Jason Hopper in 18th place. We have Jake Berman who made a guest appearance on the show today in, uh, 19th place. Okay. Maybe we should have interviewed him. Who is this number 21 Tudor Magda? Yes. Tudor Magda. He won the uh, games as a teenager one time and he's now training with James Townsend and, uh, he and James Sprague who used to train, train together for, I think, the last four or five years in Seattle split and went their own ways this year. So tutors with uh, James in Iowa and James Sprague is down in uh, Naples with the brute camp. And James Townsend is where Mallory O'Brien was before she went to HWPO. And he is, uh, if you don't follow him on Instagram and you want to see some crazy shit, I highly <laughs> recommend it. He has two amazing young daughters that kill it. And he is a savage. Look at Tudor's shirt in that, in his um, profile picture. The, the 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 chest on that guy is testing the thread count on his uh oh it's not in the, not in that profile pic okay are, are we surprised to see this guy uh in 21st here uh definitely not surprised that he makes the semifinals he did he finished around 20th in his semifinal which was a west coast classic last year so you know that would put him in like the 80th range of us you know if you just ex- extrapolate that out so 20th here is pretty good I can't remember what he did in the in the quarterfinals. Sometimes, you know, the, like again, the test, the the scope of the test can change. So last year in the quarterfinals, he was 115th. So if he stays up here in the 20 to 30 range, that's you know I would say is a significant improvement. 
Um, Alex Smith at thirty uh, third. I thought for some reason he wasn't doing. He wasn't going to. No, I think he's going into modeling or something. I think he's coming back this year, and I think he. It sounds like he's coming back with the intention of like actually making a comeback and making a run to the game. So maybe Can we see his Instagram. I want to see what he's doing. <laughs> Why did I think didn't didn't we hear or didn't we talk about how he's kind of done competing? Yeah, this might be a actual case study of the thing that you've said is impossible to do, which is take time off and come back. And come back and be back. I would say back to your level. You know, it's not he wasn't winning the games before. So, but if he comes back and he finishes twenty fifth to thirty fifth at the games again, where he w- had been finishing a couple years in a row, then uh, he was be able to do it. When did he take time off? I thought he just missed the games. I I, I didn't know that he would took time like actual time off. I don't think it, it was a. Uh, I, I just feel like he hasn't competed as an individual or. Uh, had aspirations to compete as an individual since like 2018 or maybe 2019. He's still, I think he's still training all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw this video. This shit's crazy. He gives me some of that fitness wizard effect. What's the guy's name? The fitness wizard, Danny. (laughs) Dang. Uh, Who's Alec training with? I see Danny. I see Danny Spiegel back there. Is he training with his brothers at all? Is that CrossFit Krypton? Uh huh. Okay. And the fittest wizard is named Dennis Samsonov. All right. Okay. Well, that's cool. That that would be that's cool. Um. And how old is Alex Smith? Hmm. Twenty nine. He's getting up there. He's an old man. Uh, Travis Mayer in thirty sixth. Uh, Taylor Self in thirty ninth. Colton Mertens, uh, two of our favorites, in fortieth. Okay. So we saw Taylor and Colton and Hopper hanging out together in the open. Um, finishes and now we have uh hopper has pulled ahead of them by 20 places yeah well this is exactly this is exactly what i was just talking about so in the case of colton mertens he's got three pretty good two really good finishes one good finish and a low finish in the rope climb wall while running workout which is the of those four workouts is the one we'd expect him to do the worst on taylor self had similarly three pretty good performances inside the top 100 and then a 330th in the lifting, which is the one that we would expect him to do worst on. Jason, on the other hand, just he just has more consistency across the board and no real uh, glaring outlier. Taylor needs swimming in the, in the quarterfinals. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He just needs to make it to the semifinals. But you know that on any strength test relative to the field right now, he's pr- it's probably going to be his worst workout, you know, unless there's a super heavy barbell that's a part of a Metcon. And so the more tests there are, the better for him. And the less athletes, the less harsh the penalty is in that one workout. Um, can we cruise over to the women? Are we done with Let's cruise to the women. Sure. <clears throat> Man, Justin is just running away with it with the dudes. Well, that's interesting, actually. I mean, it looks like that. Yes, 32-point lead over those two guys. Um, and then another, you know, nine points or 11 points over Scott and Chandler. But – in that last workout, the margins are so – I mean, I'm, I'm expecting Justin to have a top 10 finish in it probably anyway. He's so good at everything. But it's a really short time domain. So there could be like – to have 30 spots come between him and maybe Noah Olsen if Noah like wins the workout and Justin takes 35th in it, they might actually only be like 15 seconds apart and have 30 guys between them. So uh, it could happen, but probably not. Uh, just – um, to kind of cl- close the loop on something we talked about before, the winner of that workout is a guy named Austin Cahoy, workout number four. Uh, clean bench, overhead squat. His total was 1141. They were asking about worldwide. 
And there's a guy in Asia who crushed everyone in this. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Let's get to him. Uh, okay. Uh, with the women, we have Alexis Raptus in first after four workouts, Mallory O'Brien in second, Daniel Brandon in third. I thought I looked earlier today and I didn't see her in third. I saw her like an eighth. There, I mean, like I said, there could be some scoring adjustments. There are scoring adjustments coming in. In know. real time. Yeah. Uh, anything crazy surprising here? We saw that video that uh, Andrew Hiller made where he just fucking pulled Danny Spiegel apart, and I think she got penalized pretty fucking bad for that. Um, anything else like that? Is that the big story in the women? Um, I mean... She's still in the top 50, right? Or she, what's that? Uh, or what's that or is the big story Olivia Hepner, Kerstetter? <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> this this chick crazy is savage. Fit. This is nuts. That is crazy. When I was looking at this, uh, getting ready, I was like, my God. Like, that's. Yeah. She's fit and very strong. Yeah. What is up with the Andrew Hiller guy? He, I, I love his YouTube videos. He, he's a savage. He's a savage. I, he's, I love it. He's uh, I, I described him to someone. He is a uh, he reminds me of like a lawnmower when I was a little kid and I would mow the lawn like when I was eight years old. I was fascinated by the blade underneath it, but I never wanted to like have it running and look at it. Like I just had to make sure like he, he, he seems dangerous. He seems very dangerous. Very, <laughs> very dangerous. I, I, I like that. I like that. He has to answer to no one. He just will say anything. I love it. Someone needs to do it. Yeah. I, I, when he, he made a video talking about people doing steroids and he used some old footage of, he made, he used some old footage of rich that I shot all the way back in like 2009, maybe. And I, and he wasn't referencing rich. He was just using it as B roll. And that got us off on the wrong foot. Like right there. I just didn't like that. Like, how dare you use the word steroids with a picture of rich anywhere near it. But, um, uh, and, and my heart did kind of hurt a little bit for Danny when he went at Danny, but, but I mean, it seems like he's just saying the truth. I also, what I also found out is fascinating is the guy with 4,000 Instagram followers. I'm um, just fucking giving it to people with eight or 900,000 Instagram followers. And just, it's just like there, I mean, the plane, the playing field is, uh, um, been leveled by him, you know, just, he's just the lone cowboy uh, leveling the playing field. I'm glad he's using his time wisely. He should keep it up. <laughs> is that sincere, Hobart? Just leave it at that. Um, is, is HQ thinking? Maybe HQ's thinking about hiring him at, to uh, <laughs> assess assess workouts and penalties. We will talk about none of those things, and I have no idea if that's the case. <clears throat> um, this, so, and, and this guy. Oh, look at wow! That I guess that is what you could um, call him. Look at. Andrew Killer. Andrew Hiller. Get Corbin out of here. Get his, hey. get his comments out of here. Hey, there was a uh, – we had, uh, Hobart, we had uh, Noah on earlier, and someone uh, coined the term Noah rep, like no rep, Noah rep. I saw, I saw Noah was on here. I like, I like how, he, how he handled you. H- handled me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like the way you, I like the way you handled me, Hobart. Like handled <laughs> Gently. <laughs> Gently. Um – Okay, so so can we get the the women's board back up there? Um, are we uh, anything else? Did, did, did was that was her was Danny's penalty as bad as Luca's to where it, it just rocked her shit where she's going to be struggling now and kind of probably in a panic mode? I don't think so. She was still inside, right? The top one twenty by a lot. I could be totally wrong. 
No, she's in 37th. Okay, yeah. so that's great. Just, I mean, because look, despite taking uh, 200, she's basically in the exact same situation as Colton and Taylor Self. She got three good finishes and one bad finish. And you know what? If uh, wh Whether the reps are good or not, if you told me uh, that she was going to have one bad finish in one of these four workouts, that's the one I would have guessed. So, which is fine. Like, that it's you can in the format here, you're Danny Spiegel, you can have one bad workout, you're still easily making it to the next round. Uh, Amanda uh, Barnhart, a 275 pound clean. Uh, there have been some, yeah, some of the women are getting like scarily close to 300 pound cleans, and she didn't even win the she didn't even win that workout. Crazy. She took ninth with 715 pounds. In first place is uh, Danielle Peran, who's currently in 48th place with 769 pounds. Do we know who won that worldwide for the women, Brian? I'm not sure for the women, no. What would you say that was? 749? 769. Oh, 769. That probably is it. Unless, unless. Ah, no, it's no, she got the, even got Kara Saunders by 14 pounds. Yep, that's it. That's the best one. Do we know if any guy hit a 500-pound bench like I thought they might? Is there anywhere to see that? <laughs> well, the problem is you can't – You can't. I mean, they'd have to have posted on Instagram. There's no yeah. – Like uh, I was hoping that they would have each of the lifts broken down on here. They definitely yeah. could do that. There's a lot of people that would be interested in that and could show some really cool stuff with it, but they haven't made it public. So we can't like search by it and we can't even, even if you looked at everyone, you never, you wouldn't know anything like that. Yeah. How about that I guy who was that. on my podcast, the wall street lifter, the wall street. Crosser. He wouldn't have made it through to this stage. Yeah. He didn't no, post okay. anything. You okay. don't think you would have made it? <clears throat> I, 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 don't, I don't I To the quarterfinals. Yeah. You don't think you would have made it? Did he make know. it? I don't know. I don't no, think I, did. So. I don't know. I don't know that he even tried, but I feel like he might have. No, I mean, I think last time he did one bar muscle up. So that probably would just be enough to keep him out anyway yeah Souza, yeah. will you send scott panchik the link he's asking for the link i don't know who comes on next but we'll see i, I, oh, I, I said to him and it said that in the comments that he was in the waiting room and i'm not really sure why i can't let him in oh he's at uh let me see did you i don't know what's happening did you get the link did you did you resend it to him and will you resend it to him Maybe uh, Becca Voigt, 66th place. I saw this and I was thinking to myself, like, uh, you know, obviously she's incredible and what she's doing and continuing to do in terms of proving a high level of fitness over a long period of time I, is like it's on par with Sam Briggs. She's just a few years older than Sam. And it's uh, it's really, really impressive. But it also just kind of makes me feel like the depth of the women's field just isn't there. Like, ouch, 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 ouch. I'm serious. You know? I, hear you. I hear you. I hear you. That's the kind of stuff that will make Hobart just fucking log off. He can't take that. No, you would. No, he probably feels the hey, same way. Like, you would expect in the that. What? People in the comments are saying that Bethany Shadburn did not put in scores. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Angela believes that that takes precedent over any conversation over Becca Voigt. Go ahead, Mr. Friend. How do you feel about Resny Shatburn? Not, uh, <laughs> I'm tired well, of seeing the comments. There's like a hundred comments. The assumption can only be that, uh, she's, she's no longer competing as an individual this season for whatever reason. And I would expect that her and her team will uh, make an announcement about that sometime soon. Why can't it be? She's injured. 
No, she could be injured. It could be any number of reasons. But if there's, you know, CrossFit was explicitly clear that you will, they will not accept any scores after the submission deadline. And now we've passed two of those and there's nothing from her. I think that it's, there's no other conclusion to draw than she's not participating in the quarterfinals and therefore also not participating in the semifinals or the games as an individual this year. Is she the biggest name besides Rich that we're just finding out isn't competing individual? <laughs> well, I don't think anyone other than you is expecting him to. So she probably supersedes him on that list as well. Um, and that's more- a huge, and if that's the case, that's a huge disappointment because people were very, very excited to see her compete at the games last year after how impressive she looked at the West Coast. Obviously, she didn't get to do that. It's been a little bit of a tough off season for her. Um, and I know that she's got a ton of fans that we were looking forward to seeing her this year. So if she's not competing for whatever the reason is, I know that there'll be a lot of people bummed about that. Uh, where are they sending it to? He's not seeing it. Son of a bitch. Hold on. <laughs> uh, is, is, is he the one who comes on next? Scott Panchik? Yes, he is. Okay, cool. And was he supposed to come on at 5? Correct. Oh, fuck, I shit the bed. Who comes on at 5.15? Taylor Self. Oh, shit. Why do people get so upset when athletes get put when athletes post videos and then lose points for reps? Like, why Why does that make everyone so upset? It just hurts their heart, right? If you like yeah, them, you're hurt. If you don't like them, you might be happy, but you might you might, might hurt also. Because you know the I hard just, work they're putting in. You tell us. I just feel like the critics, people who are like, I can't believe so-and-so did these reps. And it's like, I don't, you've ever watched a car race? Like racers crash because they're trying to win the race like it's i don't know it's just that's an interesting thing to me you know it's like i don't know Susa, are you panicking that scott panchek's not here why am i panicking yeah i am i i, I don't know if it's the right group chat oh, i mean shit. the right number on there i sent i sent it to him twice and then texted but he never well fuck send one here. to spencer or um send it to spencer do you, or do you have it do you have his number i did i sent i just sent it to him i'm texting okay. with him now Okay, he's not the night. I think I might have the wrong number or something because he's not texting me back. Can you pretend like you're him? <laughs> hey guys, how you doing today? <laughs> hey, what's more impressive, Olivia Kerstetter or um, or uh, Emma Lawson? Mm. Uh, I, I mean, <sighs> Emma's a little bit. She's got an extra year on her, so I'd probably say Olivia. Hey, and Olivia has the 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 strength. She she beat her. She she took she took tenth. <laughs> uh, well, Olivia Kerstetter's strength is insane. Yeah, she's dude. She's going to be a CrossFit Games champion. That's the most promising prospect. We'll see. We'll see because that this is the thing about the women's dude. Field. She beat Mal O'Brien, dude. In lifting, great. Yes, Mal's still ahead of her on the leaderboard, and Mal's only a few years older than her. Like she's going to be relevant for a long time. Haley's still relevant. Gabby and Alora are like 23 and 24 to be well, the game's the champion. Thing to develop? She what's might the hardest the... thing to develop? Strength. Okay. I rest my case, your honor. Laura, like, yeah, but how often is strength tested? I rest my case. You're lucky Scott just got here. Well, shit. And Scott's got his YouTube on. Scott just comes in like gangbusters. Hey, let me say this before we talk to to the Mr. Confusion, Scott Panchik. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the top uh, 50 here, top 49, right? Mm-hmm. And there's only one, two, three, three. There's only three, four. There's only four girls who beat her. Five, five girls who beat her in the weightlifting in the top 50. And before you answer, I'm going to ask Scott. Oh shit, he's gone. 
Fuck it. Okay, answer, Brian. Because he knew your question was going to be terrible. <laughs> Hobart, he's like Angela. What she do you guys think? Angela, she tell me how right I am and how wrong Brian is. What? Okay, go ahead. Sevan, she has Brian. elite strength. She snatched more at the games last year than Tia did. We know this about her. So I'm not, hear, I want to hear you say it. She's the prediction for she's going to win the games. Let me hear you say it. She's going to be better than Mal O'Brien. Can you say that? No, it's fine. <sighs> she's going to be Hey, great. let me hear the Can I someone don't... loop that for me? Hobart going Sevon. Uh... <sighs> someone loop that for me. That will be looped <laughs> very soon. Go, go, Hobart. What? It's insane. It's just we haven't just seen one, this in Sarah Sigmund's it's one, daughter. It's one component of, of elements that are tested. It's like, yeah, the strength is amazing, and it's crazy that she snatches more at age whatever, 16 or however old she is, than I did when I was 25 and probably could right now. <laughs> but it's just one aspect of her fitness that's tested. If you look at all of the other tests that even went down in the quarterfinals, I mean, she definitely has a way to go to be beating Mal O'Brien, at least the way things are shaking Give her, give her the numbers. Give her the numbers. On the other three workouts, happen. look at Mal's performances on the other three workouts compared to Olivia's. She's 16, gentlemen. Mal's 18. Better, you better get your helmet out, Savannah. This, this is where Brian beats you to death with a Q-tip. 7, 5, and 14 <laughs> against 54, 51, and 34. And what James is saying is having that elite-level strength will allow Olivia Cursetta to beat Mal O'Brien in a couple workouts out of 13 that are tested at the games Listen. and to beat Haley Adams. But on the other workouts... She doesn't have it yet. Kim Kardashian at 16. Oh, my God. Was not even fucking 120th <laughs> the woman she was at fucking 18. Uh, I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. She's she. It's uh, it's ridiculous. I, I think it's the craziest thing that we're, that we're looking at the leaderboard right now. It, it is her Olivia Kerstetter. And I think you guys know that, too. And look who's right below her, which is kind of weird. Mama, Seven. Seven. Ariel Lowen. You have to, but to win the games, you have to beat everyone. Alexis Raptors is 23. Mal O'Brien's 18. Daniel Brandon's 25. Lawson, 17. There's all, all and we I already agree. talked about all these other women. Sydney McAlishan, 23. Freya Moosebergers, 20 or something like that. Annika Greer, 18. There's a huge field of women that are three to five years older, than, three to eight years older than her that are still going to be there and in the way for the next five years. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just saying. I hear you. I'm impressed. I don't think okay. it's maybe out of the realm of possibilities, but um, but I'm gonna go with Brian. Um, Scott. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, Scott, are you familiar with Olivia um, Kerstetter? Is that uh, the girl that uh, Jacob Hepner posts about all the time? Yeah, Jacob Hebner gave birth to her a couple years ago. <laughs> She's 16 already. Yes, I am familiar with her. She's her, a beast. Yeah, her weightlifting total was 713 pounds. Yeah, that's probably she's, higher than Jacob's right now. She's. <laughs> he's, he's, in all fairness, he's told me that. <laughs> um, she's 16 years old. The girl who's in first place is Alexis Raptus, uh-huh. who's 23 years old. She has 701 pounds. The, the, the hope of all of CrossFit, Mallory O'Brien, has 676 pounds and is uh, 18 years old. Are you? Do you think that this is like just if, – if you were 16 years old, would that be the most important thing you would want to have developed already is your strength? At 16 years old, I'd be – I'd be happy if I could have 
even back squatting those numbers. <laughs> Scott doesn't even know what he's walked into. I'll be honest. Scott, I probably, if I'm being honest, I probably needed a whiteboard to write down all the numbers you just gave me because there's no way. <laughs> right, right, right. I just know she's really strong right now. Uh, I would say strength is is definitely important, but I think the younger generation has missed out on a little bit of the uh, kind of like the sports side, the top of the pyramid with with playing sports regularly. And I think that's one thing that is tested to some degree at the games is just that athleticism that is uh, difficult to to mimic in the gym. Yeah, that's a good point. And and all and you and all your brothers played football. Uh, my brothers played football up until a certain age, and then they weren't able to play because of an accident they were in that uh, kept them in basketball and really got our family into CrossFit. I got in an accident when I was a kid, and it forced me to play a lot of basketball. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you want to hear those stories in detail, I can't remember if it was the interview I did with Saxon or Spencer, but it's an awesome fucking story. One of them fucking laid it out for me. It was, it was It's an amazing story. Um, so, Scott, are you out of retirement? What do, you, what do you mean? Like, are you are you are you gunning for the games? Like, like, let, pull up your to do list of things to do for 2022. I want to look at it. Or just so, pull the quarterfinals so, ranking right now. <laughs> yeah. Morning. With my daughter, go to the gym, coach classes. Uh, life's changed a little bit. I'm doing uh, less less working out, but uh, staying pretty fit, which is pretty cool. And, and you're, did you do any of these? Um, did you do any of these workouts twice here in the quarterfinals? No, or the open. And um, is who are you doing them with? Uh, my brother Spencer has actually been out at our gym a lot more lately, and uh, I've had the opportunity to to get some training in with him again, and it's been a lot of fun. I think that's a big reason that. Uh, Dude, the times between the two of you are insanely close. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> um he's he's following uh a, a new program with a brute coach right now saxon's uh following a program with proven right now and uh i'm just having fun with training and spencer's been popping into the gym and i you know had the opportunity to do some of the open workouts with him and the quarterfinals he's been coming out and it's been a lot of fun it's kind of uh, energizing having him in the gym did you have a chance to talk to either of them or did they come and ask you when they were like, Hey, we're, I think we're going to try a new training program or we're looking for something new. Yeah. I, I spoke to both of them as they were kind of exploring all their options. And uh, I just shared with them that I went out and, you know, worked with the mayhem team and I saw, you know, big gains from when I started with rich to now. And, uh, and it's not that we were doing a ton of things, different it was just the the workouts themselves uh were structured a little different my days were structured a little different it was and it was a it was a change up it's still crossfit i always say like there's so many different ways to to train and and program i've seen people that are you know spending hours in the gym doing like a lot of accessory and then i see people that are just kind of main site uh junkies that's you know I, I grew up on the main site so i still follow that a lot and enjoy seeing the workouts up there but there's a lot of different ways to do crossfit my brothers and i have trained together for a long time uh from when they were 12 up until 2000 probably 18 and then they ventured off and uh 
they've been doing their own thing up until that point, up until now. And I feel like they've really developed a foundation to CrossFit with, with, uh, with me to start. And now it's, uh, they're branching off and exploring everything that's out there. And it's been really cool to watch them grow up and, uh, and take that next step in their career. Are you 35 yet, Scott? No, 34. 34. Yeah. Oh shit! This is your last year to win it, Hobart. For this fucking dude comes up and Scott. Scott when's your, when's your uh, Scott? When's your birthday? Uh, November twenty first. So he's he's three three or four months too young to compete his <laughs> masters this year. I'm one month I'm one month too young to compete his masters this year. Uh, Hobart, what's going on? What's Panchik doing? Is a former uh, athlete, uh, and I'd be curious, curious to hear your thoughts too, Angelo, since you had a, a injury and now you're dabbling back in the game. What what is Scott doing? <laughs> thoughts i don't know I, hey i know some psychologically like, what's the uh, headspace he's in right now tell I, him you should tell ask him. the man he's he's right here himself I, I think <laughs> i'm trying to he'll start talking about his brother and, and, and matt torres and shit if we fucking let him talk again <laughs> no I, th- I think there's some there's some uh insight in, in that answer right when you start focusing on other areas of life of your life and making those areas full and i don't know you're just happier a little bit more aggressive in the gym Good stuff happens. You don't need like insane amounts of volume to continue to get fitter, especially with what I imagine Scott has in the last decade plus of his own training. So who knows? It's a good question for him. <laughs> um, are you getting more aggressive in the gym, Scott? Uh, I, my training is probably cut in half. So okay. I was typically doing two sessions a day. I still go in. I still like James said. That's a really good way of putting it. Is like. I'm more aggressive and I, I definitely am managing my time better and I've given myself more time with my family. I'm coaching more classes at our, our affiliate and uh, working on some new projects just outside of the gym. We hear these stories and we see the videos of, of rich training and, and not falling on the ground anymore. And when we ask rich about it, he's like, yeah, I got, I've gotten a little bit soft. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird to hear him say because he's still whooping ass. But are you pushing? Are you going pushing as hard, like, and maybe even harder since you are only doing one workout a day? Are you are you cut your training in half? I would say I'm definitely, yeah, I would say so. I'm definitely pushing hard during the time. It's kind of a definitely a, a quality over quantity at this point. How, how's the knee? The knee's been good. Guadalupe uh, <laughs> was really the first kind of step to see like okay how what's what's this thing what's this thing capable of doing and uh my brothers were heading down there so i was like you know what let's let's go down and enjoy some sunshine it's cold as can be here in ohio so go get some sunshine work out a little bit have some fun create some memories with those guys and you know each each month it's starting to get better my my strength numbers are um consistent uh, i wouldn't say they're like at the top end of where they've been in the past, but I'm st- like, I haven't cleaned over 315 s- since the games. Um, Wadapalooza, I think we finished at 315, but I haven't gone above that uh, until the quarterfinals. Same with like the bench and overhead squat. I haven't done a heavy overhead squat like that in probably a year and a half, maybe, maybe two years. So, were you excited to have the opportunity to do those? Nervous about it? I was I was definitely a little nervous, and my wife, um, you know, signed up and did quarterfinals too. And 
watching her like come into the gym after like taking care of Kinsley and she's coaching classes and judging us and then like goes and does the quarterfinal workouts like after we're all done I'm just like man she's badass and it's like motivating to me to have somebody in my life that is just like wants to get after it like that and it makes me want to get after it I guess that's the they say you're the what the the sum of the four people you spend the most time with so careful who those people are Make so you sure shit your pants and pee yourself and then work out really hard <laughs> Make sure you're a bad mama jamma otherwise i don't want to see you <laughs> um how much is it influencing you? I'm so I'm going to make the presupposition that you're just taking it day by day and you enjoy your with the headspace you're in and you like fuck off if like someone has a question for you about whether you're going to go to the games or not. Um but so let me get a little sneaky and try to come around the back side door here. How much of is it influence is it to you to see your brothers doing well and the thought of going to the um next stages with them? It's special. It really is like seeing them progress in the sport is it, it almost is that feeling that I bet a lot of fathers get when their kids get into sports where it's like, all right, I, I, I'm going to live vicariously through you. Uh, no, I, I love it. I get excited for those guys and seeing them on the floor and just any opportunity, like even Wadapalooza, I decided, I think, Seven days, I text message Matt O'Keefe, and I, I said, hey, do I still have a spot? You guys invited me. Do I have a, still have a spot if I want it? And he's like, you good to go? And I said, well, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, at that point, I was like, this might be my last chance to step on the floor with them. And then, uh, you know, Saxon moved out to Tennessee. Spencer, you know, was like, hey, I'm going to come over and do the Open. I was like, well, I'm, I'll sign up, do the Open. That'll be fun. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to do quarterfinals. I was like, I'll do quarterfinals with you. Mm. So it's just creating memories. I, I don't know how many more of these I'll get. And um, it's just day by day, like you said. Is that the biggest influence right now? I mean, you talked about your wife, but is it those two guys, uh, Spencer and Saxon? Um, no, it's it's really uh, about not letting the sport consume me. Uh, there was like something inside of me that just changed last year. Uh, leading up to the games, I – you know, obviously hurt my knee and I knew it was going to be a really stressful time. So, you know, I, I go into the games and I don't really know what to expect, but I knew by saying like, Hey, this is my, my, my last ride here at the CrossFit games. Uh, I knew I would be joyful in all of my circumstances from the highs and the lows. And, and now it's just like this stress of like, like I have something to prove and it, it's, you know, and it's been the journey that I've actually loved along the way more than anything else is I thought it was like, hey, I want to standing on the top of the podium. Yeah, it's going to feel good for a day and, you know, check a box. But what I have fell in love with were the early training days of, you know, teaching my brothers muscle ups or handstand push ups or, you know, watching my sister get her first muscle up and, you know, teaching sneaky and, and, and tricking my wife into even doing CrossFit workouts. So it's just like all those memories, all those friendships. And um, those are the ones that actually stick out in my mind the most, not so much the placing. God, you sound old. I mean, mature. Right. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's been pretty incredible. Have you got any penalties yet? <laughs> actually, it's funny you say that. I did. I had one. I, I put in the wrong time. I was one second off and I got an adjustment. 
And oh, but 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 you didn't was, get you haven't like you haven't had any issues with like your pistols not opening like like some crazy shit happened to poor Noah or poor Danny Spiegel or uh, Scott Scott's uh, Scott's from the era of impeccable movers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to move. I, I try not to move like that ever because it hurts even more than the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like how. Do, Someone's like, you got to recklessly go at this workout down at Wadapalooza. It was like those burpees over a line. And I was like, that's yeah. really, first off, that's really silly. Like, I was really disappointed that that was the standard. And I watched people do it. And I was like, I, I physically do not know how to recklessly go like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scott, what would you, can you tell someone, can you share with your brothers how to get to this headspace you're in now without them? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's tough. It's I think it's something that will that comes in time. Um, they're they're definitely mature for their age, and I have had the opportunity to spend really the last couple months working with Spencer and getting to kind of reconnect. Uh, they like I said, they were gone in 2018 and had been doing their training on their own for a while. Um, so him coming back and just getting to talk through mindset, mentality, and really, I think the best thing you can do in your life is your testimony yourself. So it's not so much like you can tell someone till you're blue in the face, but you know, my goal is I want to keep telling my story through my walk of life. And I think that people will resonate with that. That's a, a practice, what you preach kind of thing. And, and I think that that's my plan on sharing it with them is, and if, and if that means, you know, signing up for the next stage, then I sign up for the next stage, but we're just, we're day by day and workout by workout. Uh, by the way, everyone who's watching, um, Scott is actually in a pitch black room, but he is a, a light unto himself, and that is why <laughs> we can. <laughs> that is why I see him. Uh, any questions before we let Scotty? Hey, we I let, did read in the ahead. comments. Someone said there's always a light shining on James Hobart in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> But I think they were talking about sunlight. He's like, is it still? No, light? right now that's you, Scott. That's just you, man. <laughs> Shining through, bro. <laughs> um, who do you think? Who do you think that? Um, who do you think is going to win uh, Hobart's? Um, the last question. Who's, who's going to win the thirty-five? Oh, do you have to do? Who do you have to deal with this year, Hobart? Adrian Conway. I mean, I have a lot to deal with this year, but uh, there are some very fit guys up at the top ten spots of that uh, that Masters division. Oh, shut up. Uh, is Kyle, with Kyle Kasperbauer gone, is Hobart going to win this shit or what? Uh, Scott uh, Panchik, that's for you. Oh, you're asking me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't even looked at the 35 division. I don't even know who's... who's Perfect who's, answer. So <laughs> I'm not a good person to ask because I'm not on the leaderboard as, as much. I'm from Look, the day and age when we used to do the open workouts once and you put your score in when you did it. And then it went on the leaderboard, and then that was it. And most people weren't fit enough to go and do it again. Before <laughs> <laughs> they died trying. <laughs> oh, it is Sam Dancer. Thank you, man. You guys are piling in. Okay. All right, Savon, questions for you now. Last uh, question. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what are your plan? What are your next plans? Will, will we see you at quarterfinals? No. I'm as soon as Tyler Taylor Self's gonna come on and I'm gonna um get off with him, and then I'm gonna go over to Greg's house and party. <laughs> you're done true <laughs> truth yeah and then we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow we're gonna invite, invite women on the show we only had dudes today got it right. um but thanks for coming on it's always it's somebody a- else to take my coach's pass then so sorry I, you know. oh i'll take your coach's pass i'll ebay that <laughs> shit 
I'm so disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> You're not the first person. Seven, did you now. did you see what he did there? He didn't tell you he was going to try to sneak attack you before he snuck attack. <laughs> I, I missed it totally over my head. Yes, I I send my minions out into the world. That's true. Like I can't leave my my house. Uh, Scott, um, as always, tell your parents I said what's up. Especially your mom. She's cool as shit. Your dad's second best dad in the world next to me. And um, uh, good seeing you. And thanks for coming on last minute. I really appreciate it. You got it. Good seeing you guys. Take care. See you, Scott. See Scott. Okay, Scott's going to the games. Hey, Hobart, how much do you weigh right now? Probably about 188, 190. You look small. You look really small. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. You look like a gust of wind might blow you away. Like, like I saw literally your chest. Dude, you need to eat a little more. I mean, you know, it's just I, when you get older, you'll understand. You know, Andrew like Hiller's a, texting shit to Angelo to say to you. Daily dose of uh, Metamucil is just not cutting it. James, how hard was that rowing thing you participated in? Um, like the three straight days of rowing, what was it? I didn't stay for the three three full days. I went to about halfway. Um but yeah, they did like 72 hours and it was um, for some of the teams, it was two hours on, two hours off. Others, it was a slightly longer shift, but um, it was hard. Yeah. Something juice. Uh, can you pull up the Oceana while we wait for <laughs> He's never big. You would have to be big. Savan, men or women? Uh, men. Let's do men. Let's do men really quick and then go jump over to women. See what Tia is doing over there. See what Tia is doing over there. This is oh man. I'm glad you're going. I'm I'm curious why you want to go to Oceana, but I'm glad that you are. Oh shit. Ricky's in first. That's not that surprising. No, but I thought I saw the leaderboard earlier today and he was way down low, and that was surprising. Okay, great. Brandon Swan, he's back in the game. Has he been gone for a while? Uh k- kind of. Just remember, like the last couple of years were strange. They weren't the traditional years. People were doing all kinds of different things. The rules are constantly changing, but he was in the court, uh, semifinals last year. Um, I mean, he's in the mix. The problem is there's only three spots, and there's a lot of good guys right here. Uh, is this is this where the strongest? No, no, the strongest guy was from Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we have the usual suspects here. Uh, I think in, with a case for the men in Oceania this year is that barring an unusual circumstance, Ricky and Jay will take two of the three spots. And there's probably about six or seven other guys that have the potential to take the last one. So you think it's almost a shoe in for him? I think they're the heavy favorites to take two of the three qualifying spots, to the games out of that region. Baden Brown is probably the third, but you, then you're talking about Royce Dunn who won the semifinal there last year, being on the outside looking in. He's certainly in the mix. And don't sleep on these guys, the Fowler brothers, especially I think Ben Fowler's has pulled ahead of his brother a little bit here, but Luke's down in 16th. I've heard from a lot of people out in Australia that these guys are really good. You still have Matt McLeod there and Brandon Swan, who are past games athletes. It's going to be it's gonna be tough. How about Rob Forte for Oh, Masters? and scroll down to 21st. Can't count yeah. him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, how about Rob Forte? Is he, what's his deal? He's in 17th. I heard he just has his... I said I'm taking down Hobart. Is, is he doing <laughs> Masters, Hobart? Yeah, yeah. There's a ton of guys, a ton of guys who aged up into Masters this year. Oh, that's scary. He's scary. 
Yeah, pretty much everyone who is like the you know the the big names in the 2010 to 14 time period is either there now or getting really close. Damn. Uh, okay, let's cruise over to the women while we while we wait for that to pop up. Let's uh, talk to the man in black. Dude, my my girlfriend's power went out, so we're we're having this candlelit ceremony for the Blair podcast. Witch Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Quickly. Did you guys have supply chain issues to get gas for your generator? What's going on? Dude, we don't have a generator. Yeah, don't no. you live like in in the, one of the Carolinas or something? <laughs> <laughs> we do, but we don't have a generator. Unfortunately, it would be nice. Um, how, how are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling about this this process? This quarterfinal process? <clears throat> I feel okay about it. I'm a little on. Uh, I feel okay about it. I feel good. No, go I'm, ahead. I'm it's kinda, just us here. It feels your deepest. It feels <laughs> it's just us. It feels different without I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's just the perspective the perspective or the perception with the new leadership of the CrossFit games and Dave not being there, but the programming felt a little there just didn't feel like there was anything really new. And uh I think Angelo said it well on a previous podcast. It just kind of felt a little boring for some of the athletes to just same workouts, same order. Heavy lift test four, yeah, pistol thing. GHD test two. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you know that? So let's say that that's part of the plan. That's part of the mental aspects of the CrossFit Games. Like, hey, man, this is the these are the mental hurdles. We're going to give you the same shit. And we're going to see who's stronger mentally. Nah, but Dave it's wouldn't boring. have done that. It, yeah. I don't let my kids use that word boring, Angelo. Really? No. Why? What's What's know. an alternative? Fucking do lazy burpees. <laughs> 250 lazy is better um, who who did you, were you could it be who you're training with weren't you training with jason last year and this year you're not no i'm i'm training more with jason this year you are yeah we do, we're doing quarterfinals together i wonder if he's giving you does does he does everything that he gets from hwpo he slide to you like right on a sheet of paper and slide <laughs> it to you under your door dude i don't i try to never look at his programming and why is that? <laughs> no, I'm just that was just a subtle dig. Oh, he, wow. He's got good program. His workouts are good, but we usually we just train a little bit um, on like Saturdays, and we'll have we do like a mixture of our our stuff, do a couple workouts of each other's, and and he beat he beat me in that workout. Hey, you have to be happy with how you did uh, in in the in the heavy lifts. It's not your forte, uh, right? Ah, I hate that. That's <laughs> I, hate, I hate that. I hate that. Um, it's like asshole. Are you saying I'm weak? No, <laughs> it's I'm getting better at it. Um, yeah, I mean, you did great. I'm, I did better than I did last year. I PR'd my clean and my overhead squat. I just had a really shit bench, and I and I didn't hit my PR bench. That was kind of what was frustrating, but it is what it is. Um, how were you on time? I failed three bench presses and that really made me rush the overhead squat and i had probably another 10 to 15 pounds in it it seems like there are you know at least a handful of people that i've talked to already or seen do it that the clean affected their bench a little bit differently than they they expected Mm. i don't know i just haven't been benching heavy recently i mean i I do a lot of workouts where i do a fair amount of workouts that have a lot of benching in it like 225 and under 
but I haven't been doing a lot of top end bench. And so that's just the, I mean, I personally think that's why mine wasn't there. Not because of the clean. I don't think the clean, I mean, I PR'd my overhead squat after the clean. So right. it's kind of cool that you're right next to Colton Mertens. Is it? I think it is. <laughs> I, I, I don't like, I don't like being in 39th, but it's better than last year. I think after four tests last year, I was in like 93rd. Yeah. So Im- improving. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to get strong in two years. That's like a, a life. That's like a, it's a, a process to actually gain structural strength in your body. So have you and, done the last workout? Sorry, Brian. I have not. I'm doing it tomorrow with Jay. He's really bringing the energy. I really appreciate it. I think it's the candles. They're really hyping you up. Can you give me, on the count of three, can you give me an ohm? <laughs> We're doing the workout tomorrow. I'm excited. I think that's going to be my best one. It was, it was last year. That's just a really good triplet for me in a short time domain. I'm a really good rower, good at burpees, and really good snatcher. So, I was pulling thirteen hundred on the rower. I felt really happy about that. Is that the pace you're going for? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like to, not to hurt your feelings, Brian, but I'm sure some of the women are pulling harder than that. Just like some of the women probably bent more than I did. Hey, that's okay. I was only setting myself up for an attempt at a PR snatch, and I hit it, and I'm really happy about it. There you go. That's awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> when you look at the when you look at the leaderboard, is it your placement that you're just not like 100 percent satisfied with, or do you see people ahead of you and you're like, "Fuck, that guy should not be ahead of me." Ah, uh, <laughs> this is we're treading we're treading on. He uh, zooms in, zoom in, on, zoom in on number 18. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just hate this, and it's just the way the game is. But I hate how skewed the strength tests always are. I know I look like an idiot all zoomed in. Oh, no, no, always, you look good yeah. all zoomed in. So it's not how they always are. In this case, like it's going to be far more. <laughs> he is talking less than you, Jason. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up, Jason. At least um, he texts me back, Jason. Yeah, what a dick. So what were you saying, Brian? The smaller the field and the more more tests there are, the less impactful the strength is. So a strength test in the yeah. open will have bigger impact than in the it's not quarterfinals and so on with semifinals in the games. For sure. I agree with that. I think that's, I, I guess I don't dislike it. It just hurts me more in the open and it hurts me more in quarterfinals because there are so many people who can throw a wrench into the leaderboard. And I also feel like, mm, yeah, like at, at a semifinal, at least historically, um, the, the strength of the heavy test comes in workouts or you get a, I mean, like last year we did the one rep snatch, but that's a really good lift for me. Um, but heavy in workouts is not anywhere near as bad for me as like a four rep max front squat or a three rep max right. deadlift. That's pretty different. Um, but what do you, what do you think about Hobart's uh, $600 headphones? Um, what do you, what do you mean by, um, what do you mean by the, uh, uh, the, the heavy lifting is skewed? Well, well, people who are really, really bad at all the rest of the CrossFit get an input in the heavy lifting because a lot of people are strong. Whereas if you're really, really good at a lot of the high skill stuff, you don't get as much of a reward for being good at it because there's not as many people that can, can throw a wrench into that. Does that make sense? 
Well, not even a reward. I mean, on that note too, it's just the fact that you're testing a singular component of fitness by itself and yeah. you're not testing, for example, like a single modality gymnastic, exactly, yeah. or monostructural. So I, yeah, I would, I would love 30 muscle ups for time. You would, that would be your jam. I, I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. I don't know if it would be the best thing that I'm something that I'm the best at, but I, I, I probably could be 30 and broken. I think it. I think it needs to be more than thirty. I think it should be fifty and forty for time if they're going to put. That oh, in. dude, I would love fifty for time would be even better. That's a nasty. Oh, thirty for time is so it's so fast head, and it's like. <laughs> Noah's Noah's uh Noah's uh Uber driver got is is only in nineteenth place. Jake Berman, he's one spot below <laughs> Jason Hopper. He's a fucking Uber driver. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jake Berman. <laughs> Facts. He's a cool dude. Um, why are some guys doing all the work? Why haven't you done all the workouts yet? We were talking. I think who was it? Uh, Noah's done with all the workouts. Why are you waiting? It just seems like a smarter move. Or why did he do them all? That seems like a dumb move. Well, you have to consider the training well. volume of a day. It's not doing three of these workouts in yeah, a day is not unusual for not any of these guys. Yeah, I don't. I mean. I was planning on doing the third workout. We were planning on doing the third workout yesterday, but decided to just wait today. Why not? You have another day to recover. Might as well. Um, I couldn't tell you why some of those guys wanted to get them all done in two days. That's honestly, I think it's just go on feel like we, we had a group of six to 10 people that were coming every day to do the workouts. And we didn't, you know, some people did two workouts in that time period. Some people did one and would come back later and just no stress. Like when you're feeling it, go for it. And if you want to take it, Take it some time and recover. Come back another time, and do that. Did we put? Did someone put this I, up already? You want some max? Yeah, that's already been up. That's already oh, been darn up. It, darn it! Darn it! <laughs> ha ha! Good one, Jason. That was a sick joke. <laughs> Original. I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I. I don't like going. I don't know. I like to have a plan, Brian. I like to have a. I like to be pretty planned, and I don't like. I did not. Not yet. No penalties yet. They've only approved the GHD pistol workout. Oh, so oh, you submitted for? Then you're good. Wait, well, you I, submit... yeah, I knew that. I knew that was the one they were penalizing. They clapped some people on that workout. So, so wait a second. So you've submitted for work. Every time you submit a workout, you get an email back. It's good. It's good. It's good. And you've only received an email back for one of them, of the four. Yeah. Well. Yeah, last year they gave us an email for, for all five tests, um, and this I've only gotten the email for test two, but we've submitted four. So okay. I don't know if they're just reviewing two first, or I I feel like like last year they were really strict on the dumbbell handstand push up workout. Um, so mm-hmm. I feel like each year they they probably the head judge probably says, hey, we're gonna look at this workout closely, and I want you guys to pay attention to this part of this movement, and they do that. Um, like I think like most, if not all the penalties last year were on that dumbbell workout. Are you having fun? Yeah. Yeah. I'm having fun. I was a little stressed out going into it, but I'm having more fun. Not as much pressure as I had, as I felt last year, at least. Will you be devastated if you don't make it to the games this year? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say devastated is the word. Uh, I think I like my odds a whole lot better this year than they were last year, and I was pretty close last year. Um, but I'm also young, and I'm not a quitter, so I don't. I don't see it as like 
you know, I don't have a plan B if that's what you're asking. But yeah, I also are you giving that, it your all? Are you going to bed at night being like, oh fuck, I should have done this. I should have done. Are, is this? Are you really in this? I'm all in. I mean, my whole life is set up so that I can, you know, succeed, be as successful as possible in this one kind of regard. He's lying. <laughs> I'm just analytical. I like, like, I like. To, I just I want like to know how much I'm going to invest in you, like, to get on the fucking Taylor Self bandwagon. I really fucking like you. I don't want to fucking get on your bandwagon if you're going to like you start smoking <laughs> cigarettes or some shit. And I don't know, dude. About. I'm not a bitch. Come on. No, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm invested. I can. Uh, I mean, I feel extreme. I feel very strongly about what I put into it. Like I. I could not structure my life any more at this point, any more in any more of a way that would give me any more of an edge. I mean, I, you know, as soon as I can make money and become a full-time athlete, maybe, maybe coach a little less, but I'm, I'm in the gym all day. I mean, I just, everything I have in my life set up so that I can train, recover. And I believe it. You're one of those assholes that when I try to get you on the podcast, if it doesn't fit your schedule, you say no. Usually guys like in your position are like chomping at the bit to jump on. So I believe you. I just wanted to just I just wanted to hear you say it. I'm all in sub on time for a Taylor sticker. Ooh. Oh, a big mustache sticker. I ditched um, the beard. What do you think? Just we a can't tell. mustache, mustache ride stat, a mustache ride sticker. Um, I, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. you coming on. Thank you. Is there anything you want to tell us? Anything yeah, that man. we should know? Anything, anything, any insights? Uh, no, um, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Sorry for not being as exciting as I usually am. Yeah. He's not a bitch like Hopper. Oops. Some, that's not nice. Wow. Jeez. She's hard. This guy is... I just like trolling the live chat. That's that's what's, the best part. What's a khaki lackey boys? Khaki khaki lack. I just love my khaki lackey boys. What is that? Khaki lackey. That's how. That's how some people. Their slang term for Carolina khaki lackey. Hey, it's that. Um, and, and by the way, you don't know. You don't know an uh, apology. I, I I think my energy just died. I think I fell into the black hole that is James Hobart, and I just turned <coughs> off. Just sitting but here dude, send me a shirt just, so I can wear it. Send listening quietly really? and. Admiring Taylor's ambiance, new mustache. <laughs> what you can see of him. James is a good dude. I look up to you a lot, James. Back at you, man. I appreciate that. Wait, wait, wait let's explore that a second. Shirt. Angelo is just no, beating he's gotta the go. shit. I got to go. It's just, let it be. just let a good thing be. Angelo is just beating <laughs> the go. shit out of it's him. Time. <laughs> Angelo just told him to turn the fan off because he was going to blow away. <laughs> If you want to be good at if you want to be good at CrossFit, you should watch videos of James working out. Wow, they're all Thanks, on YouTube. Guys. He does a lot of workouts with Rich. I mean, you move really well. You move really well. Um, so, uh, so um, this is the bet. Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question, <laughs> then we're gonna end the show, Brian. I, Brian, I want you to. This is all for you. Ready? As we tomorrow, as we finish the quarterfinals. Who are the majority of the guys who are going to go to the CrossFit Games? Are, are they going to be in the top ten of each? Uh, like, so 120 uh, will be. So we'll see. We'll have a list of 120 guys, right? And 120 <laughs> women. Do you need to be in that top? Tw- will 80 percent of those people in that top 20 go to the CrossFit Games? Do you know what I'm kind of asking <clears throat> here? If Taylor doesn't finish in the in the top 60, 
uh, or the top 20. Yes, like, I mean, how many of the top 20 from the quarterfinals will make the games? Yeah, like what what kind of predictive value can you <laughs> harness from the quarterfinals so we know whether to stay on the Taylor Taylor self uh, bandwagon? I, I don't think it's that as high as 80%. The top 20? Yeah. So you're saying that if you're not in the top 10, you're saying he's already in a fucking bad spot. Are you no, no. I don't think it will be as high as 80%. So I'm saying I think less than 16 He's of the top the 20 will make it. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're saying if you're in the top 50, th- shit's good for you. You can still – it's because of the way the semifinal workouts lay out and how they're different than the open and the quarterfinals that you're still in it to win it. Yeah. I think that f- for top North 60? American men – no, not uh, – in North American men um, – I think five to ten of the guys that make it to the games will come out of the like twenty first through sixty spots. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll revisit that tomorrow. That's going to be interesting. So just because we see Jason Hopper in eighteenth place and uh, and Cole Sager in twenty sixth place, it doesn't mean that J- Jason Hopper has a better chance of going to the CrossFit Games. Four workouts. In no, no. Place. The semifinals is a t- is it is again another. It's a totally different stage of the season, and the objective there is different, and this testing style will be different, and there'll be different uh, athletes that excel in that live setting that don't hear, and athletes that excel on the online s- setting that struggle in the live setting. Angelo Hobart, do you have Brian? Do you Brian? Think- Go ahead, Taylor. I was going to ask Brian if he thinks the semifinal program for this year is going to be an improvement over last year's i do why (laughs) um i think that crossfit will have uh, learned from last year's semifinal programming that they can and that there's a better balance programming do you still think it was cool what what just happened he said something (laughs) did i freeze Say it again, Taylor. Say that yeah. last question. What did you say about quarterfinal programming? Oh, I was going to ask. Can you guys hear me now? Mm-hmm. Yep. Am I on a, okay. I was going to ask if uh, after sitting on this quarterfinal programming for a couple of days, if he still thinks it's a vast improvement over last year. I think for the t- for you know I understand what you guys are talking about with the monotony of the workouts relative to last year's programming, and I'm not disagreeing with that. But I think that the way it was structured was more appropriate for the entire population that was qualified to take the test. Copy that. Gotcha. Good stuff. Okay, guys, thank you. Hour and fifty three minutes. Uh, everyone, thanks for coming on. Hobart, thanks for showing up. Uh, Angelo, your demand. Taylor, your demand. Brian, of course, the show would be nothing without you and we're out.